0: Any time in your business, in your life, that you create more presence for yourself and work on your own leadership, I mean, it just has a direct correlation to how well the business does. Every single time, money, culture, energy, the team, like every time that I I show up and up-level the way I show up and invest in myself in that way, my company grows. You are listening to the Not for Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 611. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing Thursday. If you are tuning in live, time is just flying by, as it always does. I am like, we're starting to have the transition from It's not cold anymore in in Austin to spring, and I'm like, summer's coming, but I get to plant my spring garden. I have lots planned for it, and I'm super excited about that. Anyways, I thought let's do an episode today that is more so um, around strategies I'm personally implementing, mostly in the business, Um, also I think at the stage I'm at and as a CEO, like a lot of the strategies in the business come down to how I'm personally operating and leading, right? Because that dictates almost everything else in the business. So some of these are as a result um, of from my experience in Costa Rica in January and kind of what has come out of that and what I'm actually implementing in my life. Um, so yeah, I have about four that I want to talk through and share with you guys. So the first one is kind of surprising. <laughs> it's surprising to me too, but I think it's super, super powerful. And it's something that I never really thought about. I mean, I did maybe, but like never really, it didn't hold a lot of value for me. And now I think it's a really incredible strategy for your business and for yourself. And any time in, bu- in your business and your life that you Create more presence for yourself and work on your own leadership. I mean it just has a direct correlation to how well the business does it, it, every single time it, money, culture, energy, the team, like every time that i I show up and up level the way I show up and invest in myself in that way, my company grows so this first strategy is pattern interrupts, so let me explain this one: I am queen of a very rigid, structured routine. I used to be, let's just say. Even now, like I would say it naturally is what I would gravitate towards, but that shifted in this last several months. Here's the problem with that. And here's what I realized. And here's what I learned is when we operate in a very rigid routine, meaning we do the same thing every morning, when we wake up, we work the same exact hours, like rinse, repeat, same episode, Every day on repeat over and over again. What do you think happens when you do that? You're essentially operating like a robot, right? Like ideas and creativity and just the ability to think differently is going to be diminished because you're turning a lot of things off. You're on like rinse, repeat, robotic, right? And I realized over the last few months how much I was operating this way, even though I didn't have to. And then I was like, okay, why am I doing that? Well, it's super comfortable, right? You you stay in a comfort zone. And the interesting thing is your comfort zone should always be shifting, right? Because let's say that, okay, I started CrossFit almost a year ago. Well, in the beginning, going to CrossFit five days a week was a big deal, like uncomfortable. I was getting up, driving to CrossFit, like doing these really hard workouts. Okay, now that's like, I'm not saying the workouts are easy for me, but it's my routine. This is where I'm comfortable now, right? So when I looked at why am I operating in this box every day when I don't really have to, like, especially an entrepreneur, we chose this path to have freedom. To have freedom over our time, to have freedom over our schedule, our routine, our actions. Like we intentionally decided we don't want to operate like everybody else in society does with nine to five jobs. But then yet we are operating that way, or a lot of us are. Why? Because it's comfortable, because it's predictable, because it's safe, and because we then are not risking ourselves failing or. Doing something bad or poorly because we don't know how to do it, right? Or feeling anything different besides comfort. And if our comfort zone is always shifting, then don't we need to always be kind of shifting and adjusting what we're doing? So it was in Costa Rica that I started realizing wow, myself, my husband, my family, like we don't have to, but yet we are operating in a box that we have created. My kids go to school the same hours every day. I work about the same hours every day. My morning routine is the same. Like, rinse, repeat. What would happen if you watched the same episode of the show for like 100 days? You'd be so bored. That's what's happening to our soul, right? We're bored. We're like, okay, we'll just turn off because what's the point? Like, we're just going to keep doing the same thing. So I started trying to create pattern interrupts. I started trying to throw – either wrenches or listen to an idea or not just assume that I'm going to do that same thing every single day. So I I started shifting my morning routine. Instead of going to CrossFit every single day at 6.30, I am throwing in some different times of the week that I go and changing up my morning. Sometimes I go for a walk. Sometimes I meditate and I still get my movement in. But shifting the times, I am choosing to go out to lunch with a friend in the middle of the workday, to end my day early and go pick my kids up from school and surprise them. Like how can you create pattern interrupts so that your entire life and your routine is not predictable? And I promise you that when you do this, the level of creativity and I guess like aliveness that you feel greatly increases. And it's just something to really sit with because I sat with it for weeks and I was like, Wow, <laughs> like my I value freedom. That's one of my core number 1 values. But yet I have taken away my own freedom by creating such a structured and rigid routine. And I think there's definitely a harmony between this. So for example, for me, I want to get movement in every day. 45-60 minutes. That doesn't have to be the 6:30 a.m. CrossFit class every single day it actually shouldn't be. Can I do CrossFit every day? Sure, if that feels good. But also the level of creativity I have when I decide off the cuff to wake up that morning and go, oh, I'm going to go for a walk in the crisp morning air without my phone and I'm going to change it up. Right? I just feel different. I feel more alive. I'm not, I'm not a robot anymore doing the same exact thing every day. We obviously can't get to a place where we're in like so much flow that we don't get anything done and we're just like, whatever happens, you know, there is a harmony with this. So for me, it's like the structure of these are the habits. These are the commitments I have. How I do them can shift and change. So 45 to 60 minutes of movement a day can look like the 6.30 a.m. CrossFit class. It could look like a walk. It could look like a run. It could look like the 4.30 p.m. CrossFit class. It could look like a workout in my home gym. I just have to get it done. How I do it can, can fluctuate. I love going to the 6.30 a.m. CrossFit class, so I still do that three times, four times, even sometimes a week. The permission is now for things to shift. During my workday, if I feel inspired to do something, I'm not like, no, that's not on your calendar right now, so you can't do that, right? I can shift things around. I can choose to lean into that flow within structure and within commitments. So my invitation to you is to ask yourself, how could I create more pattern interrupts, healthy pattern interrupts in my day-to-day life? And am I doing the same thing day after day just because I didn't even realize I was doing it because that was comfortable? Because the other thing is when we do the same thing every day, we have the same thoughts. We have the same beliefs. right? We we repeat the same story. If we're going to keep doing the same thing, we're going to keep getting the same results. And I don't know about you, but I want to grow. right? And I want to reach new levels. In order to do that, I have to change what I'm doing. And I sometimes don't know what that change is, and sometimes I do. But if you do the same thing every day, you're going to have the same beliefs, the same thoughts, the same actions. And you're going to ultimately live in a box that you created. That's the thing that's so ironic is like freedom is my core value, but I took away my own freedom by creating this rigid, rigid structure. And I've gotten better and better at it over the last year, but it was not until the last few months that I really realized I was doing it and also doing it for my kids. Okay, the next strategy, and I have talked about this before, and this is like, this is one of my biggest secrets to success as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, because as an entrepreneur, the amount of capacity we have to create for stress sometimes or pressure or hard decisions or situations that are challenging or creativity or thinking different, right? We have to have way more capacity than the average person, especially someone in a nine to five job. If you are a CEO or honestly in any leadership position, because I think about the people on my team who are reporting to me, it's like they have to have more capacity than our frontline ads managers for this level of stress. In order to have that capacity, you have to create time unplugged. I believe we are, I mean, it's like not even a belief, it's a fact. The amount of stimulation and constant overwhelm our brain and our nervous system has is so beyond what it's meant to have, we don't even realize. Like When you start to look into it and, you, and then you also experience the opposite, once you know you, you can't go back, we are not meant to constantly have stimulation from our phones, email, Slack, like all of these things that are are distracting us from our own thoughts, from our own body, from our own being. We are not meant to live that way. What happens is a completely overstimulated nervous system, which makes it extremely difficult to make decisions, to think strategically, to be present, to handle stress, like an overstimulated nervous system, if, they, if something stressful comes your way, like you're going to snap because you're already at your max. But a regulated nervous system, if something happens, unexpected, a challenge, a roadblock, like all the things that can happen in business, so many, if those things happen, then you're just like, we got it, no problem. But if you're way dysregulated, you're going to snap and you're going to lose it. And you have to have the capacity to handle those challenges. So I have continued to lean into over the last several, several years, more and more time unplugged. And the reason I'm so passionate about this is because it makes such a difference for my growth, for my presence, for my happiness, for my creativity. And I see a direct correlation in our company growth when I do this. So some tactical strategies that I have for this are number one, I don't sleep with my phone in the room. I plug it in somewhere else at like 8 p.m. after I'm done putting my kids to bed and I don't touch it the next day until like 9 or 10 a.m. That's my second thing is no phone for at least the first hour of my day. I am telling you right now, if you wake up, roll over, look at your phone and start checking social media and email, you are doing yourself a massive disservice. If you literally just changed that, your clarity and your creativity would go through the roof. I promise you. Do it for 14 days and come back and tell me the difference. And it's really sad because majority of people, that is how they wake up. We go to bed with the phones in our face and the stimulation, stimulation, stimulation. We wake up, we roll over. We're not even all the way awake. We grab our phones and it's stimulation, stimulation, especially as a business owner. Email, this problem, this. You need to do this. You're not doing this. Like it's insane. The next thing is Really removing all social media. So I'm going into my 30 days of no social media, locking myself out of it. I have done something like this before. I think the longest time I went was like two and a half months and I wasn't on social media at all. And every time I love it so much. Like I know after this 30 days I'm gonna I'm gonna not wanna come back because we just don't realize until we stop how big of an impact it has and how much it takes away from our creativity, from our presence. It's truly, truly an an addiction. And if you were to delete the app from your phone, I promise you, you will go to click where that app was a bunch of times right when it happens. And it'll take about three or four days for you to change that habit in your brain. And whenever I really get off social media I notice that my thoughts change. So when I'm on social media actively, there's always this like back of mind thought of like content. It's like, oh, I could turn this experience into a takeaway and this could be a post or I should post a story about this. And you don't even realize it's happening. It's like this background noise, right? And when you get rid of that you start to become more present to your life because you're not constantly looking for oh let me write this post let me create this piece of content let me let me put this on stories as you're trying to live your life and it just creates so much more clarity and honestly like you feel so free now there does have to be a balance because social media can be really great for growing a business this is one of the reasons i love ads Because you guys will see this month in February, I am not on social media, 0%. I'm literally locked out of my accounts. But my business is going to grow. My leads are going to grow. My audience is going to grow. We're going to have people signed up for a free training. Like All of that's going to happen because of ads and because I have a team who's going to run my social media. But more importantly, ads put me in front of people and put me everywhere every single day without having to be there. And it is so freeing. So at the least, like what I love to do is take weekends off. On a normal time, I take weekends off of social media because um, what I find is it will reset your habits. So if you've started throughout the week to aimlessly scroll, and you take two full days off, you'll kind of reset, and you'll and you'll kind of create some more harmony back with that relationship. Um, so anytime that you can create space unplugged. I I love doing walks with no phone. That's another great way. Not touching your phone in the morning, having an hour straight uninterrupted without any technology. Like Those things, your creativity will skyrocket and therefore your business will skyrocket with that. Okay. The next strategy is creating flow within structure. So that kind of goes with my first one a little bit, but what I have and I'm still working at, but what I have really been focusing on is how can I have structure that also allows for flow and following a line or an inspiration of creativity that I wasn't expecting to come through today. So what I have done and will do, especially after my month off and implement is having structured parts of my weeks and days but also having days or half days that are are open. Like they're open for let's check in. Do you have any ideas? Do you want to flesh something out? Like maybe I was walking that morning and this thought came to me, which has happened so many times of like, oh my gosh, this would be a great training series, or I should create this XYZ. I have something I'm working on now that came to me just driving, right? And if we are In a way too rigid, jam-packed schedule, those things can't come through. You need to still have structure and like guardrails for yourself or you're going to not get anything done. But within that, you want to create time that is what I would previously call unproductive because it wasn't like doing, but is more so for thinking, creativity, processing, and following, you know a piece of inspiration that you got. So I will frequently stay open. Like if I wake up one day, I go for a walk and I'm like, I have this incredible idea. And then let's say I had an afternoon blocked that was supposed to be all these meetings, or I was supposed to record four podcasts, but I really could record them tomorrow. And I have this idea. Well, I'm going to go work on that idea now. And I'm going to restructure my day. So for me, I have guardrails still of to-dos that I want to get done that week. Content I want to record, things I might need to approve, a project I might need to work on, you know, my exercise, those type of things. And then within that, I have space for whatever needs to come through. And sometimes that looks like an hour in my morning. Sometimes it's a whole day that I shift around and staying open to that and trying to create harmony between flow and structure. And then the final strategy that I'm implementing and have gotten way more passionate about recently is creating more efficiency in my business and my personal life. I mean, I believe and know that your time and your energy is a limited resource, right? Where we put our time and our energy is always and constantly taking away from something else. So if we are wasting time and energy on something that's completely inefficient, but we've never actually questioned why we're doing it that way, we're wasting time and energy. That could be being put towards something else, even if it was thinking, right? Even if it's going for a walk. So I've really looked at my personal life and my business and we are very focused this quarter on process and checklists and making sure that, you know, not even just me, but everybody is able to operate as efficient as possible we just finished up a whole team time study so my entire team wrote down what they were doing every 30 minutes for 2 weeks it sounds terrible but it's very effective um i had a mentor a long time ago teach me this when i started building my team and it instantly will give you insight into inefficiencies times you're jumping into slack or like this thing that took 4 hours and you figured out a way that you could do it way faster The thing is, if we don't question these things, we never find the more efficient way. And I am working on having more harmony between trying to constantly do things as fast as possible because that is how I am. Um, I've always like I hated wasting time as a kid. I still hate wasting time. So I'm trying to not rush through things just for the sake of rushing but to have efficiency so that I can actually free up my time for more creativity, for more open space, white space, for more unplugged time. And so that's kind of my motivation for it is could I do this faster? Could I implement a system that I haven't thought about before and cut down the time I spend on X, Y, Z? Maybe it's meetings. Maybe it's a podcast recording projects like we're really questioning everything and seeing if there is an improved way to do it, both for me but also for our entire delivery, because that will free up energy and time for bigger things, right? And the reality is, if you don't question it and you don't look at these things, you will just do the same thing every day, and a month will go by, and a year will go by, and you're still doing it that way until someone's like, Why are you doing it that way? and you're like, I don't even know, right? So having those moments of reflection at time study is a really great strategy because it makes you think about it because you're you're tracking it, right? So much of what we do, we're not even thinking about it. We're in that robotic mode of like, well, I just check my email at this time every day because it's what I do, right? Or I take this meeting every Monday because it's what I do. Have I actually th- sat and thought if there's a more productive way for me to do this meeting, run this meeting? Probably not, right? So creating that efficiency, opens up more capacity in your business, in your personal life. Not to fill with more things to do, but oftentimes to fill with more space and white space to think and to be. Because man, that is a secret to growth. And I'm, I can promise you that. Watch our company explode this year because of how much I am finally embodying that. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you do want to participate on Monday next week, Monday and Tuesday, I'm hosting a two-part workshop and it's all around creating and selling your irresistible offer. Day one is on creating an offer that is so irresistible. No one will say no to it. And then day two is on selling it without needing ads or a multi-step funnel. It's completely free. You can sign up at hirschmarketingcom offers. And I can't wait to hang out with you guys then. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.